The opinions expressed in this program reflect only those of the participants and are not necessarily those of the sponsors, management, or staff of WTBQ Radio or FST Broadcasting Corporation. Uh, good morning, everybody. This is Stephen Keeter, and as always, uh, Saturday morning, you're listening to Free Speech uh, Show with uh, me, your host, and uh, my uh, friend and a permanent guest, uh, Jay Westervelt, right here with me in the studio. Good morning, Jay. <laughs> Good morning, Stephen. We also have a surprise for you. We have, uh, by popular demand, a uh, returning uh, guest who uh, we know never comes empty-handed. We have uh, Dasha representing Sam's Meat Warehouse uh, right here with us. Good morning, Dasha. Hello, everybody. It's a pleasant, it's a pleasant surprise to be here again. <laughs> well, uh, pleasure is all ours. Absolutely. So I know, uh, Dasha, you... Uh, uh, all this uh, come up with uh, some kind of prizes, uh, compliments of uh, our sponsor, Sam's Meat Warehouse. Uh, did you bring anything with you today? Yes, I do. I actually have a lot of interesting prizes for oh. everybody to win. Beautiful. Uh, can we get uh, sort of uh, a little taste of it? What What's coming? What's uh, going to be available to, for our listeners to win today? Yes. So we have six categories. Nice. Yes. Um, lamb, pork, game meat, sausage, House-made sausage and filet. Wonderful. So uh, let me just take a look. Uh, folks, this is really uh, generous and uh, this is uh, a lot of things. It seems like those categories are based on uh, preference. Uh, some people like lamb, some people like beef, uh, pork. So just to read an example of it, and we're going to be reading throughout the program. Uh, I'm looking at the lamb assortment and the winner, uh, obviously, of our trivia is going to have a chance to choose from Either three pounds of house-made Moroccan or Mediterranean lamb sausage, Australian lamb bone in leg roast, bone in leg roast, American lamb loin chops, which are nice, beautiful, thick-cut uh, porterhouse steaks, a pack of eight. Actually, that's enough to feed the enough to feed the family. It seems like all these prices are made. And New Zealand lamb rib chops, pack of twelve. So this is just lamb assortment. And then we go into pork and game a meat uh, sampler and dry age even offer house-made sausage sampler and a filet sampler. Wow. So anyway, there's going to be a lot of prizes today. Uh, so do some uh, local trivia questions. Uh, Jay is, a, is an expert in that field. And uh, I think we should probably, since we have a lot of prizes, uh, I think we should probably start... Uh, Maybe giving uh, people some time and uh, to think about the questions and the uh, correct answers to them. Sounds good. And uh, like you said, it's um, it's going to be uh, Warwick-related uh, stuff. Sorry about that microphone thing. Um, we're going to do Warwick-related questions, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, the radio station is based in Warwick, even though we do broadcast to all boroughs of New York City. Um, certainly parts of Westchester, Rockland, Northern New Jersey, Eastern Pennsylvania, et cetera. But Warwick listeners, definitely bend an ear in. And if you're from here, uh, as we always like to say, Wildcat, Dasha, you're a Wildcat. I see a Wildcat shirt there. Yeah. What's that stand for? Um, Sanfordville Elementary School. Very nice. Very cool. Um, and I was King School when I was your age, uh, just down the road. Uh, it's no longer a school uh, now, though. But uh, yeah, so I, if you're Wildcat, you'll get these questions. And I really, I, I'm going to have to step out sometimes and call in myself because that game meat platter sounds amazing. It really does. Uh, should I ask a question, Stephen? I, I would think so. Yeah, hey, Jay, get to We've it. We've got a lot of uh, prizes to give away. And uh, I think uh, it might take a little uh, well for people to actually think of a correct answer. Yeah, so okay. Uh, how about something from like Warwick right on Main Street, 1950s, 60s, 70s. There used to be a store across the street from where Aikens is now, other side of Main Street. In the store, there was a huge mounted moose head with a corn cob pipe in its mouth. It was hilarious. You'd walk in there and see this giant moose head. If anybody can call in with the name of that store that had a moose head, uh, they can pick their choice of uh, meat. Of the category. And within the category, once again, there's a lot of choices. Um, so, wonderful. Uh, I certainly wouldn't be able to answer the question, but anybody who's listening, who has been uh, in Warwick around in uh, those days, uh, there should uh, people be, you know, yeah, right. who visited the store. Maybe a little, is the 
name of the store still uh, hangs outside as a sign? It does not. It does not. No, okay. the name because, is not there anymore. Because there is a, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the store. That, <laughs> no, some... no, no, it's different. It's funny, the phone's not ringing. So, I, you know, I may just have to call in myself to get some of these. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I know the answer. Well, you know, uh, when it comes to Warwick trivia, and uh, the, I noticed that because we uh, done uh, those questions throughout the many of our programs, it's it takes uh, somebody who, oh, I think we have a caller online. It takes this guy. <laughs> Hi, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name's Rebecca and I'm from Warwick. Hello, Rebecca. I was calling to find out if the answer is Govins. It is. Good job, Rebecca. Outstanding. That is very wild cat of you, young lady. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, like, this is what I like to say, that uh, every time uh, we learn something new, I didn't know the answer, uh, the, so the name of the store was... Gilvins. Gilvins. Yeah, Gilvins. Gilvins. And it was, what, Rebecca, was it like three stories or just two? It was three stories. That's amazing. I remember. Way in the it. bottom, I could get my shoes, and I can remember getting a pair of green patent leather shoes when I was about seven, and I was so excited. I put them on. I came out to tell my daddy, who was in the living room, and I came through the kitchen, and whoop, my feet went right out from under me because they were so new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Buster Browns that I used to get there were the same way, for sure. <laughs> Great. Uh, Rebecca, well, uh, then once again, you can choose the category. Maybe I should have read uh, what's uh, to, to the listeners what's actually uh, available. So lamb assortment. It's uh, enough for, to feed a family Moroccan or Mediterranean lamb sausage, Australian lamb bone and leg roast, American lamb loin chops, New Zealand rib chops, pork variety includes porter house steaks, pack of four, two full racks of baby back ribs, or six rib bone and uh, roast. Then we have a game meat sampler, which includes uh, game uh, meat sausages, which uh, includes buffalo with chipotle, pheasant with cognac, rabbit with white wine. Another category is dry age offer, where uh, the winner can choose four pounds of either T-bone steak or four pounds of bone in New York strip, both are USDA prime grade, and leave uh, with Sam's Meat Warehouse to age, no additional charge. And uh, house-made sausage sampler is another category, which is five pounds of any variety below or bring its own recipe for custom-made sausage by Sam's Meat Warehouse. We have chicken with roasted pepper, cheese, and parsley, pork sweet with fennel, hot, or chorizo, lamb Moroccan with pine nuts or Mediterranean with roasted pepper. And last category is fillet sampler, which include two of each, two tri-tip fillets, two sirloin petite fillets, and two ranch fillets. So here's the list. Uh, we're going to leave you, uh, we're going to put you on hold and uh, set you up with your choice. So uh, take a look at what's available. It's on our Facebook page, on Sam's Meat Warehouse f uh, Facebook page as well. And uh, you can take a, uh, a pick, choose what you like, and uh, we'll be happy to provide it for you. Thank you ever so much. My pleasure. Thank you for calling. And thank you for listening. Take okay. care, Rebecca. You too. Wow, that was pretty interesting. And a great story. Yeah, that's <laughs> a really cool it. story. That moose head, I mean, you know, when I was a kid and all the kids I went to school with, we'd always talk about it because it was hilarious. It wasn't like you just walked in there and there was a, you know, kind of a big moose head. It was gigantic. So the store was Galvin's. Gilvin's. Gilvin's. Yeah, and as uh, Rebecca said, it was three floors. Of, wow. Uh, yeah, it was really, really radical. And uh, I, what is it now? There's like a furniture store there or something, a really big furniture store on one of the... the uh, Mills Bar. Uh, exactly. I see. Okay, because there's also Rainers right next door. Sure. Like. Okay, sure. wonderful. See, once again, this is a local trivia, and for those of us who haven't been in Warwick uh, back then, it's, it's a great uh, sort of... Uh, you know, trip back to history. Yeah, I think maybe we should do some questions that newer people uh, can answer Let's pretty do easily it. too after okay. the break, maybe. Meat Warehouse is a butcher with old-time family values. Remember back in the day when people knew their butcher by name and visiting them was a social experience? They would talk to customers about how to cook a piece of meat to perfection. Sam's combines old-world methods with modern techniques. 
Call your favorite butcher, Sam's, at 845-651-MEAT or visit the store right off 17A in Florida, New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. Hi, this is Michael Newhart, Mayor of the Village of Warwick, inviting you to tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to Village Life and learn about the village happenings. Call and share your ideas, comments, and suggestions, and be part of the show with me and Mary Kalora. Hi, this is Alan Fernandez. Join me at the Jazz Getaway with Miles Davis, John Coltrane, and Duke Ellington and more every Sunday at 7 p.m. And we're back with Free Speech. This is Jay Westerveld, a semi-permanent guest here on Stephen Keeter's show with Stephen Keeter and from Sam's uh, Meat Warehouse, Dasha, doing a great job here, kind of schooling us on how to do radio. Nice work, Dasha. So uh, we're doing local trivia questions. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, it sounds like uh, one of the prizes was given away. It sounds like the fillets now are gone. Yep. Yeah. So if anyone's listening and you were taking note of what things were available, um, don't don't pick fillets because they've been claimed by Rebecca. And these are interesting questions because these are questions that, as we were all just talking, Dasha, Stephen, and I during the break, these are questions that you'd sort of have to be a you know a longtime Warwick resident to get which is maybe not totally fair to everyone. It's interesting that, you know, I'm not hearing a lot of calls from any historical societies or anything, but you know, this is, again, you have to kind of be from here to get a lot of these. How about a question that um, more recent people can get, everybody can get the answer to. Let's go for it. You know, if if you live here in town. So. um, Maybe even I would have a chance, you know, to answer. I I think so, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You've only been here for 20 years. Anything in 20 year history, I I think I'm a game. (laughs) I think so. You'll go for the game uh, platter. Okay, so every year, and this year will be no different, they can't serve alcohol next week, uh, or actually the week after, on uh, two different days, February 29th and 30th. Does anyone know the reason? Call in with the answer and have a chance for those prizes. February 29th and February 30th. No alcohol served. No in alcohol no, served in Warwick, yeah. Ooh, that, that's interesting. Every, yeah. <laughs> that is interesting. Okay, well, let's see if the phone lines start ringing. And uh, if you go out this week in Warwick, February 29th and 30th, you will not be able to purchase alcohol anywhere. Not even in the supermarket, let alone in the pubs or taverns. No kidding. No kidding, honestly. No so beer then, in the shop right? No, no beer in shop right even. If you go into shop right on February 29th or 30th, you won't be able to buy it. Can anyone call in and just tell us the reason? Well, let's see. Uh, anyone should be able to get that uh, if they've been living here for about five or six years. Hmm. Well, I've been here for 20. I didn't uh, pick up on a trend. No. But it's... I don't drink maybe that often. You know, <laughs> so if one or two days <laughs> fall, uh, <laughs> fell off the table or lineup. <laughs> I probably wouldn't notice. <laughs> well, I hope, oh, we have a caller. Hi, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Jean. I'm calling from the town of Crawford. Good morning, Jean. Good morning. Okay, and do you have an answer to the question? My, my guess is that there is no February 29th or 30th. <laughs> very good, Gene. <laughs> that, that's a wonderful answer. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of people who are still thinking. Uh, <laughs> I love that question. And uh, did you uh, know the uh, category that you would like to pick a prize from? If not, uh, we can put you on hold and uh, you know, we'll, we'll set you up with uh, your choice. I really don't know which category. I heard them, but um, I don't recall them individually now. All right. So we have uh, for some uh, people who enjoy lamb, we have uh, either lamb sausage or uh, born in uh, leg roast or uh, lamb loin chops or rib chops. For the pork variety, we have porterhouse steaks, pack of four, two full racks of baby back ribs or six rib bone in roast. We also have a game... Go ahead. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, Stephen, but I think that the uh, leg of lamb. Excellent choice. Leg of lamb. Yes. claimed, beautiful, and out of the lamb, a certain category. Well, great. Congratulations one more time, and uh, thank you for calling and listening. 
Well, thank you so much. You do a wonderful job, and you're a great asset to the community. Thank you very much. Thank you. Wow, that, good job uh, answering that. A lot of times people don't get it. And I, you know, if you go into ShopRite on February 29th, you'll see people furious that they can't buy beer. By the way, I should add, uh, since we're on the air, if anyone's a vegetarian and you know the answers and you want to call in and give the answers, please feel free to do that. And then you can just donate the game platter to me. It's no <laughs> well, problem. I, well, I'm here to help. Well, there's also another option. Uh, I know this is a Lent time, and uh, we also carry a, a wide variety of uh, seafood and fish and uh, non-animal proteins, like, uh, you know, one of those uh, fake ground beefs and uh, beyond ground, beyond burger, beyond... Uh, so there's a large variety, even sausages, that made out of uh, vegetable proteins. And, Stephen, I have to tell you, uh, the surf and turf last week for Valentine's Day, I was out of this world. Those lobster tails were absolutely phenomenal. And isn't it a wonderful combination, just uh, filet alongside, and you get the two of the, two of the best of the both worlds, so to Yeah, speak. it's a shame, you know, because a lot of places as, you know, there's been a bit of economic downturn since 2008, you go for surf and turf somewhere, you know, sometimes you're getting essentially a, a, a burger well done and some shrimp, <laughs> <laughs> which is nice. Yeah, it's, it, can, it, it still can be called uh, surf and turf, though. Sure. Like I said, my buddy Sarge always called fish and chips surf and turf, <laughs> biker surf and turf. <laughs> All right. So, uh, wonderful. I think we have a pretty good uh, listeners. Uh, you know, people do listen and come up with the right, correct uh, questions. So, the... Do we have another question, maybe? Well, I, Dasha, I think you had a question that I, it blew my mind. I didn't know the answer. Is is it okay to ask that one Absolutely. now? Or? Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Sort of like a bonus question uh, that uh, Dasha came up with. And uh, would you like to ask that question? Yes. What fruit, including the stem, seed, the actual fruit itself, and leaves, are poisonous to birds? Ooh. All right, that's a wonderful question. We all of us uh, probably belongs uh, to the trails and tales more. It's, it's uh, very uh, nature related, but uh, we once again we talked about a variety of subject here. So, uh, which fruit, <coughs> including stems, seeds, and fruit itself, including leaves, even of the tree, is poisonous to birds? So, if uh, we have a lucky, give us your best guess, and uh, we'll see if that will be a correct one. And by the way, this is one of those fruits that technically it's a fruit. Scientifically, some people might say, oh, it's a vegetable. It a vegetable. Yeah, because it's it, not it, sweet. It's a very thin line. Right? Yes. So, you know, I guess some it depends people, on application, you know? Yeah, but it, no, it is a fruit. You know, it, it actually has a seed and that makes it a fruit uh, for sure. So if anyone knows the answer, what fruit is toxic to birds? Every part of it, leaf, stems, even, even like the meat and everything? Yep. The oh, fruit man. itself, including the seeds. And if you win this one, you will not get that fruit as a prize at Sam's Meat Warehouse. <laughs> Hi, caller. Do you, what's your name and where are you calling from? And do you have the answer to the question? Hi, my name is Emily, and I'm calling from Warwick. Good morning. Good morning, Emily. Thank you for calling. Do you have an answer? I think that the answer is avocado. Absolutely. That is the answer. Thank you very much. <laughs> How did she know that? <laughs> Oh, the Google helped me. <laughs> Google disqualification. Goodbye. Well, thank you for uh, calling. And uh, it, it takes an effort. Even, uh, you know, now for those, uh, this is why I love uh, this uh, sort of uh, programs, because for those who listen and didn't know, now, uh, you know, everybody knows. Uh, I didn't know this morning until Dasha brought it up. And, uh, you know, so I something we learn every day. And that's what it's all well, about. I'm a huge fan of Sam's meat, so I was listening. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Sam. Do you have a price category in mind that you would like to pick your price from? I'm actually interested to try the game sampler. Wonderful. Ah. Hey. Yep. So this is going to be claimed by a lucky caller. And please enjoy. There's a certainly uh, it's a buffalo with chipotle, pheasant with cognac, and rabbit with white wine, uh, sausage assortments. So thank you so much. Congratulations. Thanks so much. Wow, that was interesting. Good job. I believe we have another caller online. Oh, no, not, not quite yet. Okay. So uh, 
Yeah, should I? I'm yeah, glad to ask another question. This one is interesting because now that Lady Emily just used Google, uh, which is fine. You know, if somebody's fast with a Google, why not? We have some questions that we can get the an answers to on Google and others that you cannot. This one, I don't want to give anything away, but they might be able to. It's a Warwick question, and it's an interesting one. What was the name of the airplane built here in Warwick and flown by a Warwick resident who was also an airport manager and a Mo Motorsports Hall of Fame of America inductee who, when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, was the winningest pilot in air racing history right here in Warwick? Wow. Inducted in 1994. What was the name of his airplane? When I was a child, we used to see him almost daily uh, practicing just uh, using Sugarloaf Mountain as a pylon and then the water towers over by what's now the Wickham Woodland site as another pylon. Pylon racing, like the Red Bull stuff right, where right, they right. do the figure eights and stuff around them. Um, and he built his own plane. Yeah, he did. Wonderful. He, and, and actually, after his death, he, he died in the 1970s during an air race. He went down in uh, one of the Great Lakes. Uh, going through where he lived, they found another airplane upstairs in the attic of, of uh, the house he that was he was building. Wow. Yeah, it was beautiful. Now, if you build an airplane upstairs in the attic of your house, how the hell do you get it down or out to fly? <laughs> well, I was there to get this one down, and I was a little boy. And uh, the wings were separated, of course, as they always are, so that you can trailer uh -huh. the airplane to different air shows. You don't fly to air shows from one site to another. Uh, you don't want to put that many hours uh, on the aircraft. And uh, we carried it down in pieces. No kidding. Yeah, no kidding. I was part wow. of that. Yeah. So if you know the name of the aircraft, and this one you can Google pretty easily too, the name of the aircraft flown by this Warwick pilot who built it here in Warwick and was the winningest uh, pilot in air racing history. So, so, so since this is a custom built, uh, it doesn't have a model number, but it does have sort of like a nickname. Nickname, always named. Yeah, just like uh, a racehorse has right, a name right. or something like that. Do you know if that one um, that he was building that in the attic ended up working? No, it was never started. Great question, Dasha. It was sent to the EAA, that's the Experimental Aircraft Association, uh, Hall of Fame. And uh, it's actually in there, or museum, I shouldn't say Hall of Fame, uh, the museum. And it's in that museum to this day, actually. Great display. question, by the way. Uh -huh. Now, people should be able to get this because it's easy even to Google. And if you're from Warwick, Well, you do have to know the name of the pilot in order to do so. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But, you know, if I were to look up air, air racing, you know, motorsports, and now, the name and, of this town. And the airplane the, that we're asking uh, listeners to guess or provide the name of that airplane, was that airplane involved in so many wins and setting the records? And uh, was the only one he raced. I see. Absolutely. Okay. And the funny thing is, there were two iterations of it just because of so many crashes and stuff uh, during his career. And uh, in the early 1970s, uh, there was a company, I, they may still be around, they make gas-powered model airplanes and cars, Cox, C-O-X. And they made uh, an edition of that plane that you can still buy on eBay right now. Wow. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm it goes truly for a lot impressed. Of money. I'm truly, yeah. Now, you would think that something like that would be so celebrated and uh, because I'm, I'm uh, sort of stunned by the way that, uh, you know, the, the phones are silent and uh, you yeah. would think something like that, that's sort of achievement. That, uh, well, you know, like so many achievements like that, Stephen, it's omitted from local history books for the most part, yeah, and people, not really celebrated by the historical society well, or anything. It's kind of a very strange kind of trend because somebody would celebrate the, I don't know, the, the, the stone in a field and doesn't have any substantial significance whatsoever, yet a truly human uh, efforts and achievement like that, uh, a true right World Weekend, a son yeah. of Warwick, almost, yeah. I'm, wow. Well, he may not have been born here, that's the interesting part, but the aircraft he built here, he lived here through all of his air racing career, for sure. After uh, you know, coming back as a, a veteran pilot from the war. See, I'm I'm ashamed to admit I don't know that, but I also sort of uh, would like to think that that's, once again, that kind of information should be uh, front and available and uh, to help people know their heritage. You would think that the Warwick Historical Society and the books about the history of Warwick might make some mention of it. 
if not a nice photo. Interesting. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a wonderful question. We're still waiting. Uh, it seems like it's a difficult one, uh, and only because uh, there's not enough uh, information available. Obviously, uh, there's a lot of uh, Google is uh, stretching. Uh, sure, <laughs> sure, scratching its head to trying to figure it out. Uh, interesting. I wonder if uh, there's uh, enough local people. Uh, and we have one of them sitting right here in the studio who actually helped to carry that second uh, aircraft that oh, gosh, the yeah. gentleman was building in his attic down. Yeah, and I was a little boy. It was really, really interesting, too. Huh. Had to come down in pieces. And it was it was funny, just like a little toy airplane um, from the old days, it was balsa wood, meticulously uh the winged uh, skins with dope, as they call it, sort of the glue that would shrink the skin to the balsa wood wings, was meticulously attached with tiny finishing nails, thousands of them throughout the fuselage and the wings of the sort aircraft. Of, sort of uh, what uh, rivets are used for in commercial produced aircraft. Absolutely, with metal aircraft. Because rivets itself was a mostly metal aircraft, uh, aluminum. Yeah. Uh, but this other one that he was building, and it had some really, one of the interesting things about it is it had um, retractable landing gear. Mm -hmm which wasn't really in use by then. So you can't say that he invented it, but it wasn't being used in airplanes of that class uh, at that time. So it was really interesting. Maybe I should just give the name of the aircraft because I don't know if anyone's going to call it in or we'll um, give them time. Maybe just the name of the pilot? Oh, the pilot. Well, then they can, they'll get the name of the aircraft <laughs> out of Googling it. <laughs> I see Ryan, his uh, fingers are going real fast. He's trying to, to see. <laughs> well, it, I, I can even... Uh, check in with another question, maybe a simpler one um, for people who are here uh, more recently. Sure. Well, like, let's make it a Warwick question. Um, Warwick, uh, up until relatively recently, had two different police departments, a village and a town department. I do remember that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Does anybody know what year they merged? Oh, we have a call. Oh, we have a caller online. Hi, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Karen. I'm calling from Warwick. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. And uh, now we have uh, two questions that's uh, currently available uh, and many, many prizes. Uh, so uh, do you calling about the uh, question about the name of the uh, aircraft or the year that uh, police departments were separated? Name of the aircraft. Oh, wonderful. We're all impressed here. Uh, please do. Um, I Googled it. <laughs> I, I, that's I believe cool. it's chester special no it wasn't no no but thank you very much for calling in but yeah. that was not the name of the aircraft or the pilot okay so those uh this still uh, I, I would think this is if i would be and uh, we get a lot of uh prizes if i would be awarding a prize for the best question that would be it yeah i that mean here's something Motorsports Hall of Fame of America inducted 1994, uh, 20 years after the death of the pilot, and or almost 20 years afterward. And at the time, the winningest air racer in history, in the history of the world, at the time when he was inducted, right here in Warwick, he, where he came after World War II and lived and uh, built the airplane wow. here. And yeah, he managed Warwick Airport right here. And, uh, and we don't have a single mentioning of the gentleman or, or, or there might achievements. Be. Uh, you know what? I, I've looked at those books. He may be mentioned somewhere. I haven't seen it. If he is, um, I see nodding coming from the booth, though. So someone may have the answer. Yeah, but so they, see, Warwick, uh, Warwick uh, Village, uh, not so much, but town has been growing. And we have many, many new developments. And with those comes new streets. Wouldn't that be a wonderful idea to name uh, a street by, you know, like some... Yeah, the, even just the aircraft, if not the pilot himself. Maybe after the break, someone giving, will know. Giving uh, people a little bit more chance to think. Sam's Meat Warehouse has been supplying restaurants and shops with the highest quality local and sustainably sourced prime and choice wholesale meat, steaks, poultry, seafood, and much more for over 20 years. Whether you're a small family butcher shop or a busy steakhouse, expect A1 service and the finest products available. Call Sam's at 845-651-MEAT. 
or visit the store right off Route 17A in Florida, New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. This is attorney Bob Kruhulik of the law firm Beatty & Kruhulik, the lawyer guy. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 noon for the latest legal advice and tips. We're taking calls and giving answers to all your legal questions. That's every Tuesday at 12 noon on Radio Worth Listening To. You have a car problem? Maybe it's a mechanic problem. Maybe it's not. Sounds like a job for me, Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor. That's right. Sunday mornings at 8. Get up early. Let's hang out. Let's talk about cars. Let's all get smarter. Let's solve some car problems. Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor. Here, Sunday mornings at 8. WTBQ This afternoon will be breezy and cold with a mix of clouds and sun, along with a few scattered snow flurries, only around 30. And, of course, the breeze will make it feel colder. Tonight becoming mainly clear and very cold, 12 to 18. Sunday, plenty of sun, but seasonably cold, 30 to 35. A period of snow for Monday that may mix with rain before ending. From the WTBQ Weather Center, I'm WeatherWorks meteorologist John Leo. WTBQ. Welcome back to the Free Speech Show, and it looks like we have a caller online. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Cosmo from Warwick. Hello, Cosmo. How are you? Doing good. Thank you for calling, Cosmo. Do we have an answer to the question? Yeah, ni- 1992. 1992. That's when the police force uh, merged. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. That, that is <laughs> nice <a> work. <laughs> And they've been doing a great job since then. I, I think they boast usually around 50 officers uh, full and part-time, plus or minus. I, the last number I'd heard was 47. It changes. But uh, a massive police force with a massive responsibility. And uh, I think we can all applaud the job they do here, too, in Warwick, for sure. Nice job. Thank you. Uh, Cosmo, you have a, a category you would like to choose uh, your price from? Yeah, we'll take the aged uh, New York Strip. <laughs> Wonderful. Aged uh, offer. Dry yeah. aged offer. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, please you. stop by at your leisure at Sam's Meat Warehouse. That the piece will be cut according to your specs and aged uh, according to your specifications. Okay. Hey, I have a question for you guys. I have a trivia question you could put out there. Here I'm a go. really old-time <laughs> Warwick guy. Can anyone name Warwick used to have milk machines back in the day? There were two milk machines in the village of Warwick. Can you name where they were? Two milk machines? I mean... Usually, most dairies had one in the milk room. Uh, all the dairies well, I knew had now da- dairy. If I have to uh, give it a thought, I think uh, Spring Street uh, should ha- uh, to do something with it. And uh, do you need a, st- a street number because there was a Spring Street is named Spring Street for a good reason, not because of the season of the year, but because there's a sort of like a creek that goes by that absolutely necessary to keep uh, the milk cold. So well, if, I will tell you this: the the, uh, the dairy was Pioneer Farms. You know where the, the Pioneer Restaurant was. Well, the Pioneer Farms was there. So one of the machines was there. Wow! On the corner by the Pioneer Farms, and the other one was by the mobile station, which was Clay's Mobile. That is that's a great question and answer. Thank you very much. You're very Asma, thank you for calling. Know. And once again, I think the reason of this program is for all of us to learn something new, and uh, we just did. Yeah! Wow, that's great. Well, Thank you for participating. Still nobody's gotten the uh, question about the name of the aircraft. Built in Warwick, flown by an aircraft pilot for many years. Winningest uh, pilot in air racing history at the time of his induction, 1994, in the Motorsports uh, Hall of Fame of America. Wow. Yeah, and it, you know, as a child, I watched it fly at least weekly uh, when, when he was in the area, uh, you know, just training the way a, a runner might be running on the back right, roads right, here. Right, he right. would take that little aircraft out and it was so loud right out of uh, Warwick Airport. So in it other words, really it's world class uh, yeah, racer. Absolutely. Yeah. Winningest racer in the world at that time. But, you know, maybe somebody will call in with the answer. Sadly, um, something of this level, you're not going to find it in the history books locally. Well, I'll tell you what. I think to up the ante, I think uh, with Dasha's permission, I would think, and because this is such a wonderful question, and it relates to local history and uh, to something as a community we can be proud of. Or we should uh, be proud of. Absolutely. And uh, I would like people to start Googling to get uh, maybe that information out there and for everybody who's listening to become aware of what a, what a you know, individual we had in Warwick and uh, 
what kind of achievements that the gentleman achieved? Yeah, our sound MC Ryan Googled it. He got the answer right away. So, so this is what we'll do. We, we give uh, choices of uh, prizes from two categories. Ooh, I and like if, this. Maybe by the end of the show, nobody knows, maybe came three categories. <clears throat> I have to go out to my car for a minute. <clears throat> I'll be back. <laughs> Hello, I know the answer. <laughs> All right, why don't we, uh, in the meantime, while everybody's Googling, while everybody's busy, why don't we ask another question? Sounds good. Would you like me to ask the question? Yes, please do. <laughs> I'm trying to just think of one that might be a little bit easier. Should I go for an easy one or a hard one? Uh, we already have a hard one on the table. <laughs> I for think an easy we one. do. Okay, <laughs> what's the name of the creek that flows through the village of Warwick? This should be pretty simple. The creek that flows right through the village. Give us a call, uh, 845-651-1110, and let us know the name of the creek. And it's uh, right through the center of it, in fact. Yeah. Absolutely. It goes from the center far out into the next state, uh, you know, way, way yonder into the next state. So hopefully someone will get it. Uh, the same creek that the uh, Duck Derby's take place. Yes, the Duck Derby yeah. and the same creek uh, upon which there will be trout fishing classes and trout fishing with appropriate permits uh, at the uh, site of a a new boutique hotel going Pulpit, in. Palpitroke Inn, correct. Sure, yeah. sure. That's going to be very interesting. All right. So there's two questions, obviously, uh, on a table for grabs. And one of them actually comes with the prizes from two different categories. I like so that. So if everybody's listening, please do. Um, and uh, it's uh, wonderful. It's all related to Warwick. It's all local. So the chances are the local, uh, I guess, folks who are listening would probably have a better chance to win it. I think so, and that can be easily Googled as well. But it's, you know, it, it's a beautiful creek. Yeah, but there's it's, no sport. If you Google it, it what is, it's, it's no sport, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, some, you know, some people are just hungry, you know? <laughs> and I think it's really nice that you provide an opportunity for people to have such, really such nice food. Googling does take an effort. Oh, do, it seems like we have a caller online. Hi, caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, my name's Lisa, I'm calling from Warwick. Hello, Lisa. Hi. Is it Way Way Yonder Creek? Yeah, good job, Lisa. Good job, Very Lisa. Very nice. Very nice. Awesome. Congratulations. And Lisa, the, do you know the category that you would like to pick up a, a prize from? Um, I really don't know my choice. <laughs> uh, let me quickly read it to, to you. We have... Uh, Lamb assortment, uh, which uh, comes with the either uh, three pound of house-made Moroccan or Mediterranean sausage, American lamb, no, loin, lamb loin chops, pack of eight, New Zealand lamb rib chops, pack of 12, porterhouse steak of pork, pack of four, two full racks of baby back ribs, or six rib bone and roast. Um, we'll do the baby back rib package. That's baby back rib package. Wonderful. Okay. Congratulations and thank you for listening. Thank you. Nice job. I wonder if anyone's going to get the uh, aircraft question. All right. Now, once again, uh, just like we mentioned, those, despite people are winning, and we agreed that we would have one winner per category, we're opening them all up for somebody who will come up uh, with the answer to a question about aircraft. And uh, I'll, I'll ask it one more time, uh, just, you know, in case people are just tuning in. What was the name of the aircraft built in Warwick? flown by a Warwick resident who is also the airport manager here. Uh, he was inducted into the Motorsports Hall of Fame of America in 1994, and at that time he was the winningest air pilot in air racing history. What was the name of his aircraft built right here in Warwick and flown out of Warwick? It sounds like uh, there may be a caller. Hi, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, how you doing? Uh, my name is Matt from Westtown. Hello, Matt. Anyway, um, I think I know the name of the aircraft. Is it Rivets? Yeah, good job, Matt. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, Finally. Thank you. Thank you. That's thank a you. wonderful. I, no. I had to Google it. I hate Googling trivia questions, but this question was just bugging me too much. So I had, I had, to, <laughs> I had to Google it. Well, yeah, but, you know, uh, like I said, it, it uh, does take an effort. And it, uh, the result of it, you're learning something new and all of us and everybody who's listening. The it's, it, it's indeed the rivets is the name of the aircraft. Now, did it come uh, with more information about the owner and uh, the gentleman who uh, raised it? Is it Bill Falk? That is correct. Bill Falk, a native of Finland, uh, who who hmm. came here after the war, and uh, you know 
uh, flew out of here, built aircraft, built that one, and just raced like crazy and worked his way up uh, as a guy who had you know, just come back from uh, overseas service and decided to be an aircraft racer. Thanks very much. Now, Matt, uh, you have uh, two categories, and we'll open them all uh, up again for you to choose uh, prices. So those are available on uh, our Facebook page, unless you already know what, what would you would like. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, I'll go with the bone-in roast. Bone-in roast, oh, the yeah. pork or, or leg of lamb? Uh, the pork. Okay, six uh, bone, bone, bone roast, and one more price. Um, go with the chicken and roasted pepper uh, sausage. Oh, sausage. Okay, wonderful. Mm-hmm. And five pounds of house-made uh, sausage sampler. You can have yeah. a variety. Like I said, uh, Sam's Meat does l- everything is n- done on premises by proprietary recipes. Uh, you can even uh, bring your own recipe, then uh, the folks will be happy to do a sort of custom-made order for you. Oh, wow, yeah, sounds, sounds great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, checking out the, uh, the store. Thank you for calling, and congratulations one more time. Thank and, you. And good job, and good on him using uh, Google effectively Absolutely. to find that. You know, because it's, again, it's strange that right here in Warwick, largest town in this county, you know, an hour from New York City, that this isn't something that's better known. Winning a style pilot in Certainly, uh, I, I would think that something like that would call for a plaque. For the name to be displayed, maybe to name a street of the newer developments, if the village is not growing, uh, you know, that much. And uh, even, the, you know, the street that the, the gentleman lived on, the house I'm pretty sure is still there, no? It, it, it is. It, it is still there. Um, you, you never, um, you, you just never know. You know, it, you would think it would be uh, at the forefront of wow. uh, history books and things. And I, just uh, nothing honestly, uh, as a uh, you know, as somebody who's involved very closely on the Pulpit Rock Inn project, I think uh, and something like that, and that would probably come with the tons of information and memorabilia. Uh, this uh, certainly one of the shots to name a cottage at the inn. Why by, not? By the gentleman and uh, display all the trophies and, and uh, achievements and all those victories and winnings. Makes sense. Yeah. When you have someone of that fame, worldwide fame, and you don't celebrate that and you have an historical society. But, in, you know, it's I, maybe people would just prefer to go and, and drink I, beer. I, I can tell you that somebody uh, flying uh, airplane that you know, like virtuoso style uh, and moving here after the war, I would think that the gentleman should have uh, had uh, uh, sort of like past uh, during uh, during the war the way he... Yeah, it's unfortunately, you know, uh, historical preservation and historical recording uh, can be very subjective and uh, that's just the way it is. How about a really, really, really simple question? Let's go. Do we it. have time for one yes, more? Yes, yes, I or... think we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Here, here's a good one and... Um, we can't say the answers. Um, Dasha, you want to, would, would, would you like to ask this one? Sure. Um, where are the world's best onions grown? That's a Ooh. great question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is considered to be the uh, onion capital of the United States? Yeah, and regardless of that, where are the best <laughs> ones grown? <laughs> By far. Anybody who has the answer, call in 845-651-1110 at uh, Radio Worth Listening To and let us know where the very best onions in the whole wide world, really the known universe, are grown. (laughs) Universal onion, you know. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. That's uh, really easy. We can probably go with another one. The time permits. We still have uh, plenty of uh, prizes. And by the way, the prizes that are not going to be claimed today, we're gonna, we decided that we're going to roll them forward onto the next program. So uh, those who didn't have a chance to win something today, please uh, tune in and listen w- once again to Free Speech on Saturdays for the chance to win and give us your best guess. Well, I don't want those prizes to spoil, so maybe I should take them. <laughs> we'll just get new ones. That sounds great. Sounds like there's a caller on the line. Hi, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Dave from New uh, Warwick. Hello, Dave. Good morning, Dave. Thank you for calling. And where, Dave, where, t- please tell our listeners where the best onions are, are grown locally. Pine, Pine Island. Pine Island it Good is. Good job, Dave. Thank Pine you. Pine Island, the House of Onion uh, Festival, the, the home of the uh, Onion Festival, and uh, the... 
so to speak, uh, the onion capital. There was even an episode of Star Trek where they were looking for the best <laughs> onions in the universe. <laughs> and uh, I guess they landed in Pine Island. They did. They did the Enterprise. Well, congratulations. And uh, do you know the price uh, that you would like uh, to claim? Do you have a beef package? Yes, indeed we do. We have uh, fillets has been uh, claimed. Uh, let me see. The dry age offer uh, still available. Uh, you know what? We're going to open up those categories one more time. Why don't we do the... You, you have a choice, either filet package, which includes two of each, tri-tip filet, sirloin petit filet, or ranch filet, or four pounds of uh, T-bone steak uh, aged to your likings, or if you don't, you, you can enjoy it uh, You know when you pick it up. Which uh, one? The T-bone. 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 Excellent choice. Good Congratulations. T-bone it is. All Thank right. You. Thank you for calling. Good job. Good choice and greatest onions in the known universe. <laughs> sure. It would make a good accompaniment uh, to a good steak, T-bone steak. Uh, yeah, I think that's why I called it. All right, wonderful. Uh, so uh, we're going into the break and we'll return right after. is a butcher with old-time family values. Remember back in the day when people knew their butcher by name and visiting them was a social experience? They would talk to customers about how to cook a piece of meat to perfection. Sam's combines old-world methods with modern techniques. Call your favorite butcher, Sam's, at 845-651-MEAT or visit the store right off 17A in Florida, New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. This is Jeff Berkman, and I invite you to tune in to the Wednesday Morning Roundtable on Radio Worth Listening To, New Jersey and Orange Free Radio, free to express your opinions every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Hi, this is John Stein, host of the Hootenanny Cafe, inviting you to join me every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here, 93.5 FM or WTBQ.com, for the best in folk music anywhere. WGHT Pompton Lakes, your community radio station since 1969. WTBQ, Warwick, Florida. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this free, free speech, speech show. show. <laughs> free speech show. Yes, uh, thank you for coming, by the way. Uh, we always uh, enjoy having you over, especially, uh, like I said, you never come empty-handed. We got tons and tons of uh, prizes that... Uh, um, half of them were given away, and uh, so there's still some that are available for grabs. So really? Please, yeah. Should I ask another question, please Stephen? Please do. Yes. Oh gosh! Hopefully somebody will get somebody. I'm, you know, <laughs> I have a list here, and I'm already crossing them off, saying, "Nope, too difficult, too difficult." Too no, difficult. no, there's no such thing because, as you can see, the people, uh, even uh, people who are not local, they calling, they googling. It does take effort. It yeah. does take uh, is to know how. And for the rest of us listening, I think, uh, once again, it's uh, very interesting to find uh, new information. I think so. And I really like the information that we got from Cosmo about the two dairy uh, processing. Absolutely. Now, what, what is the other, uh, because I know that on a Spring Street there was a dairy at some point. I don't know, but he asked specifically about the dairy machine. So I think what he meant, and he can always call us back and uh, clarify, and I, I have to give credit uh, to our, our town historian. I, I once saw a talk of his about the dairies of Warwick, and I learned a lot. And I think Cosmo was referring to the era before there were the there was refrigeration and mm -hmm. mechanized electrical refrigeration machines in every barn. When I was a little boy, of course, I mean there were a lot of dairies here, and I worked at some of them. And there was always a milk room that was refrigerated. And man, that milk coming out of that cooler was amazing. You know that unpasteurized fresh milk, but freezing cold. So that that threw me off. So I believe he means before that period. But you know, here in Warwick, uh, we have Wickham. Wickham Woods, which uh, thanks to Michael Sweden, uh, our town supervisor, is now a, an enormous town park with so many potential uses. It's on Wickham Lake, which is a beautiful old glacial lake, a truly old deep lake. And that wasn't always called Wickham Lake. Um, 
earlier settlers here, and not really a terribly long time ago, but uh, in the 17 and part of the 1800s, it had, had a different name. Maybe, and this will be a Google question too, and you can learn this from some of the historical texts uh, about our town. Somebody can tell us the original name before it was called Wickham Lake for Wickham Lake. Give us a call at six eight four five six five one 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 zero, and uh, it sounds like there might be a caller. Hi, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Cosmo from Warwick. A uh, little milk machine information for you. Hi, Hi Cosmo. Cosmo. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to clarify, these these milk machines were vending machines that sold quarts of milk, oh, cool. refrigerated. And uh, when you came from the Warwick softball games in the summer, you would stop at the milk machine on your way home and get a quart of milk for the morning. Yeah, right. You'd stop for milk. <laughs> I think I know what you guys were stopping for. That's well, great, the chocolate Cosmo. milk was the big treat. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. I didn't know about that. And what? When was this? Like the '60s or '50s? In the '60s, yes. That is really cool, Cosmo. Thank you very much for that information. Thank you for calling. Well, you're welcome, Thank you, Cosmo. So the the that was that was really interesting to know. So that was a good clarification. He means actual vending machines, like an old auto. Right, because almost. I was thinking a little bit in different direction. Because yeah. the dairy should have been definitely on a creek uh, yeah. to to maintain uh, the the cold. But that was already during the refrigeration uh, sort of era. And sure. Uh, Sure, wonderful no. question and uh, great information. Thank you. Great information. You know, this was dairy country a long, long time ago. Uh, so the the original name, or at least the uh, the name, bef Wickham Lake's name before it was called Wickham Lake. I don't like to say original name because it had you know numerous first peoples, Native American names uh, prior to that. But the uh, name before it was called Wickham Lake. Google this, people. You know, the historical society definitely has this information. Old maps show it by its old name. Uh, so before it was called Wickham Lake, what did we call Wickham Lake? Give us a call. And by the way, um, you can only claim a prize here from our shows once every month, once every 30 days. So if you've you know, claimed a prize today, you have to wait 30 days from today until you can do that again uh, for, for a number of legal reasons. So please bear that in mind so that we don't have one. It's not just our show. It's a policy it, of uh, the radio station WTBQ. And uh, I think it just gives a chance to other people to win because there are very smart uh, people who would know. No, no, there's, uh, yeah, you know, no uh, answer to everything. Uh, Dasha's favorite program uh, lately uh, become The Chase, where the guy out of Great Britain, uh, Mark you know, Labette. Mark Labette, yeah, and uh, he is the most guy with an IQ and uh, trivia knowledge. He he knows everything. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> we need more of that, you know, especially now while people are a little cooped up. Not everybody's getting outside. Um, like some of us winter sports enthusiasts, and uh, it's nice to learn things. Absolutely. And uh, once again, I'm going to give a shout out to our uh, listener and a caller, Cosmo, yeah. for, for winning the prize, knowing it, it always, uh, this is why WTBQ is radio worth listening to. It, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but also not just winning the prize, but calling and uh, giving us a piece of local history, local information that uh, people are normally not aware of. And I have to say, you know, being uh, having a show on WTBQ and being on your show, Stephen, now I listen to it more. I'll have the station on in the car. Normally, I'd, believe it or not, listen to dance music. And uh, I, I've always got WTBQ on. And it really is radio worth, not to sound like a commercial, no, man, absolutely. but it is like addictive. I listened to uh, Alec Diltz's show. And Alec, uh, you know, is from here. I knew him when he was a, a little baby uh, when he was first here. And he lived in LA for a long time. And much like LA radio, where one station will have every genre of music, which is unheard of in New York. You know, you have a country Western station, yep. you have an urban station, you have a pop station. In LA, there would be several stations in the 80s and 90s that just played everything. Al Diltz's show is that way. I, now I, I can't get it. And speaking of trivia, listening to his show, you have to really be on your game. You know, you can start playing Name That Tune because one minute you might hear a new wave song from like 1982. And the next minute you'll hear like a bluegrass song. It is it, radical. It, it, which is great because it keeps you uh, sharp. It keeps you on your toes, so to speak. And uh, once again, and people who don't participate even, but they do listen, they learn something new. And that's what it's all about. And you know what I really like about like that idea of how Al does it is that somebody might be listening to a sad song because they're in a melancholy mood and then he tricks them like, oh, I want to listen to this, you know, this Righteous Brothers sad song. And then he brings them into some Van Halen and you just say, wow, you know, life isn't that bad. And, you know, it just changes the mood. It's a nice job. 
And you, I, you don't get that on any other radio station. Well, it seems like we have a little stumbled over a little pause uh, because of the question. Maybe a little bit too difficult. Do we have anything a little then less, uh, maybe more recent in uh, more recent history? Are you asking me to dumb it down? <laughs> <laughs> Just be more recent. Um, well, we asked the world's best onion ones. Uh, we'll try one other. Um, I mean, these are all the questions I have. You, Unfortunately, I think I made them too wildcat, and they're too difficult for people. Uh, what was the original name of the Glenmare Reservoir, which is primarily in Warwick? It feeds the village of Florida with their water. It's controlled by the village of Florida. They take on all the responsibility of keeping that lake beautiful. So it's called Glenmare Reservoir, Glenmare Lake. What was the original name of that? Floridians, Spartans, give a call in here. Let us know the original name of the Glenmare Reservoir, which was built by a judge in Florida, New York. It was originally just a little swamp, and he built a big dam there to run a grist mill. And huh. uh, yeah, and you can still see the remains of the mill as you drive by on the Chester side. So hopefully somebody will know that. Again, it's something you can Google. You can look at an old map and get the answer. You can just make something up. <laughs> but <laughs> it sounds like there nope. may be a call. Hi, caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Elizabeth. I'm from Warwick. Hi, Elizabeth. Do you know the answer to the question? Yes. Is it Perry's Pond? Yes, it is. Very yes. good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the original, original name. I actually had Clark's here, and you got the Perry's, so good job. Thank you. <laughs> Well, Elizabeth, uh, once again, uh, congratulations, uh, and thank you for letting us uh, know the answer to the question. And uh, did you uh, already decide what would you uh, you would like to win from uh, Sam's Meat Warehouse? Uh, the lamb chops. Lamb chops. Uh, fresh American or uh, New Zealand? In other words, loin chops or rib chops? One loin, loin chops ch or rib chops? Loin? What, is, what are the American ones? It's it's a porterhouse. It's a loin. It's a pack of eight. There's a big, meaty, uh, you know, uh -huh. just like we'll uh, an animal. Okay. Thank you. Beautiful. Congratulations. And uh, once again, thank you for listening and calling. Good job. All right. So we still, I believe, have one more question that hasn't been answered. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, the, the um, original name of the Glenmare Lake, Florida, New York, which is part of Warwick, uh, New York. It's a village uh, in the town of Warwick. And it's a reservoir that supplies uh, our county buildings in Goshen and uh, the village of Florida with all their drink, wonderful drinking water. And uh, it's called Glenmare Lake. And if anyone knows what its name was prior to that Glenmare name, let us know. It was uh, built in 1779 by a local judge who owned a grist mill. And if somebody knows the answer, give us a shout at 845-651-1110, WTBQ Radio absolutely worth listening to all right we have a couple of minutes uh, for people maybe to still to catch up and uh, give us a call that's the last uh, our question for today uh, the rest of the questions will be rolled out to our next program and i want to uh, thank dasha for uh, bringing such an assortment of prices and uh, jay for coming up with those wonderful questions i really 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 enjoyed some of them well, thanks today. man no. Not as much as I enjoy these prizes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I want to give a shout out to Sam's Meat Warehouse, who is having uh, the now next soon feature right now on uh, Facebook, where you can now means uh, now and current uh, sales in effect. Next meaning uh, the, in the next couple of days or over a weekend. And soon something that has been ordered in a large sale quantities that's going to be coming up for sale. So what we have for this weekend currently is $2.99 for bone-in pork chops, $3.99 for chuck or plate short ribs, which is an excellent, excellent price. Uh, baby uh, back ribs, still $3.99 a pound. $4.99 USDA prime pecker brisket. $5.99 sirloin ground, 95% lean. And it's all done on premises in these uh, small batches. $6.99 tri-tip roast. And that is a West Coast favorite. Dasha knows that. She's nodding to me. Now, that, uh, what that means is that every steak or, or cut of meat uh, usually has a home. What uh, New York uh, hot dog is to New York, uh, tri-tip is to West Coast. It's also known by California cut. Uh, Santa Maria. Uh, oh, we, it seems like we have a caller online. Hi, caller. Take it? What's your name and where are you calling from? 
Hello? Yeah. Caller, are you with us? Uh, good morning. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Blake Hansen. I'm in Highland Lakes. Thank you for calling. Do you have an answer to the question? Yeah, Thompson's Pond. Great job, Blake. Very nice. Very nice. Wonderful, and congratulations. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Did you know that, or you had to Google? No, I knew that. Oh, wonderful. Even better. Now, Blake, would you like, uh, what kind of price uh, did you, uh, would you like uh, for answering the well, question? What do we got? We have a lot of interesting prices. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, we have available for grabs either three pounds of Moroccan or Mediterranean lamb sausage made in the house, uh, 12 uh, rib chops of uh, lamb, uh, four porterhouse steaks of pork. Uh, uh, I'll take the, uh, the lamb, the, uh, the second one. The second one, which oh, is right. 12 uh, rib chops, New Zealand yeah, yeah. rib chops. Beautiful. Blake, thank you for calling, and congratulations, congratulations on Blake. your win. Nice work, Blake. Wow, that was really good. And that was really fast. It seems like the hour went by uh, real fast today. So I would like to thank uh, Dasha for coming and joining us. Uh, Jay for preparing those wonderful uh, questions uh, about local history, which... Uh, we all, I, I personally would like to learn more and have a chance to, uh, or source to, to actually uh, get to know, uh, to know it more. And for everybody who listened. So thank you again. We'll see you next week on the Free Speech Show.